Welcome to season three of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs podcast. I'm Brett. If you're new to the podcast, we are three friends and a producer who like to showcase craft breweries and their beers. Also, we like to end every episode with a short conversation on a variety of different topics. If you're not new to the podcast, well, you know what to expect. The three connoisseurs haven't changed, and the producers are always a wild card. Whether you're new or returning, please feel free to listen to all of our previous content. And remember to follow us on Instagram at craftbeercons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at craftbeerconnoisseurs. Also, drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Now, for today's episode. Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Brett. I'm Chris. And I'm Tyler. And along with us today is producer Warren. Hey, Hello. Warren. Hello, Warren. Wow. <laughs> well done. Yeah, we were just talking about, you know, Great Britain. You got it stuck in your head. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah, well, in today's episode, we're not going to be talking about Great Britain. We're going to be talking about Eastbound Brewing Company in Toronto, Ontario. Yes, and we're going to have two beers. The first one is Revealed Constellations, which is labeled as a Smash IPA. Hmm. Yeah, we'll get into the reason why later. And the second is Just a Cup of Coffee. <laughs> which is a coffee <laughs> <and> meal stamped. <laughs> all right. Did I do that all right? Yeah. 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 I mean, sure. it's there. For sure. All right. Now, to finish off the episode, we're going to be discussing the upcoming World Baseball Classic. Stay tuned. And we're back. See, I did that okay, Chris. Yes. Eastbound is located at 700 Queen Street East in part of the Riverside District in Toronto. It is a 3,500 square foot space. Eastbound focuses on beers that respect tradition, but are also pushing the boundaries of, of innovation as the craft brewery industry is ever evolving. And the brewery itself opened its bricks and mortar location on July 22nd of 2017. Wow. Nice. Wow. Almost uh, six years old then. Yes. Good wow. math, Chris. Yeah, that was quick. <laughs> Thank you. We didn't even have to you. go to Warren for that one. No, I'm, I'm working on it, really. Uh, my math skills, that is. Uh, so Eastbound was founded by brewmaster David Lee, who has previously worked for Mill Street, Kensington, and Grand River. So some, some other, you know, bigger breweries. Mm-hmm. And his wife, uh, who also happens to be the head chef at the brewery, and her name is Tara. Uh, so their brand lead is Adam Styles, who's also a meteorologist. That's pretty cool. Yeah. On, on TV sometimes, apparently. I didn't oh, see really? that coming. <laughs> kind of like the weather. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So punny. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also uh, managing partner Dave Watson uh, to round out the team. And he is a former director of sales in North America for Cot Beverages. I hope what? that doesn't round out the team because I, I hope they have other staff. Well, <laughs> no. Hi, <laughs> the, the, the executive team. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say though, I don't think I've had like a caught orange pop in a long period of time. Have you ever had a? I'll be, or- I'll yeah. be honest. I don't even. I don't think I've even heard of caught beverages. Oh yeah, no, they're a brand. They're bigger back in like the late 2000s. I don't know if you see them around anymore. But anyway, mm. besides the point. Tyler, this yeah. is you. We're not talking about them, I guess. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. So Eastbound, let's talk to the thing that we like, which is beer and how they brew it. So they've got two vessel brew house. It's a 10 BBLs, five fermentation tanks, and six serving tanks that feed right into the bar mm. and then right into us. Right into the glass. And it goes down works. the hatch. Down the hatch she goes. 
Wow. Way to pull that one back. (laughs) (laughs) So the beer never leaves the system, which means that it's not going to get, you know, tainted with any kind of uh, oxidization, anything like that. It's it's straight boom, boom, bang, bang, boom. Fresh. Fresh. Bang, boom. There you go. Eastbound also has two bars, uh, so feel free to flow back and forth between them. Yes. I've actually been there, so I can get into that a little bit. But Ooh. Oh, oh, oh yeah. special boy. <laughs> That's what we call a tease. <laughs> just going to pat myself on the back here. <laughs> and I'm going to get a vomit bag after we've just referenced Brett Pfeiffer and tease in the same <laughs> All right. Oh, so God. who's all been? Uh, Brett, why don't you start? Yeah, that would be me, actually. Um, I don't remember much of it because it was a Monday afternoon. And I was on a brewery tour in Toronto way back when, in 2019. Um, okay. So it was, you know, involved like Black Lab and Left Field and Salter Street. So um, I do remember that uh, they did have the two bars. And it was, I had some food there too. Again, I didn't untap the food, so I can't really tell you what it was. But it was, uh, too you know, bad. pretty good. Typical Monday for me. Yeah, yeah that, that. there were some Jays games involved with there and a few other things. It was, it was good. Yeah, so I, I think the location of Eastbound is really great because, like you mentioned, there's a bunch of other breweries right around that same area. Yes. So it's right for a nice brewery tour. Absolutely, which means we should probably do one soon because we haven't done that one ourselves in a while. No. We're due, right? We, sh- we should definitely do one. Yeah, I think so. Uh, East Brown does pride themselves on being a huge event space with events uh, almost every day of the week. So they got Run Club Monday. Trivia. Uh, were, were you doing the run club when you were there on the Monday or what? Uh, I was running, yes. Uh, <laughs> from, from bar to bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, trivia Tuesday. Muscle Wednesday. Like the like food muscle beach. Okay. Yeah, not like, you know, working out there. I uh, love how you struck a pose <laughs> as if we didn't know what muscles were. Like, oh, guys, just take a look at me. I'm a pure specimen over here. I Cut. still say if we were videoing this podcast... Things would be somewhat funnier. Well, they would see they would see that and your cup of coffee little yeah, gesture, right? hand gesture, with the hand gesture. Yeah, yeah. when we get like a different a, space, we'll we'll start. Yeah, doing, exactly. You know? right. uh, winging it Thursday. I assume Fr- that's wings. Yes, good call. <laughs> Fish Friday, and beer can chicken Sunday. No Saturday. Yeah, Saturday they're more so just like having everybody coming in, drinking the beers, eating the food, mm. etc. Now, every year Eastbound, so the brewmaster David. And Are you just, you just, yeah, yeah. You, you're going to go on? Go on. Yeah. Take it away. I, you know what? I'll give it to you guys no, after. No, no, so you can yeah. give you this one. Okay, go okay. ahead. Okay. Yeah, you seem eager, yeah. Beaver. Yeah, you know, it's just that time of day for me. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so he spends. We for, do know. <laughs> <laughs> so he spends Brewmaster David Lee and Sawdust City's Brewmaster Sam Corbio t- team up for the Sam and Dave Christmas Ale Brew. So this year was their sixth edition. Uh, so it's a Christmas-themed beer usually. So, for example, this past year was a Weizenbach. And other editions include a lot of uh, Belgian dark ales. So the label for the can itself is them in Christmas sweaters and hats with funny poses. And this year included some glassware to go with it. So I guess Chris has another glass to purchase. Oh, like was the glass the ugly Christmas sweater on it? No, like it was literally David and Sam. Oh, it was their face. Yeah, their faces, oh, okay. Yeah. Wearing the ugly Christmas sweaters. Bingo. Yeah. Yes. I was say, because that doesn't sound like anything ugly until you got to the sweater part. Right. Yes. yes. No, I'm sure David and Sam are very good looking gentlemen. Um, so, yes, we will we'll definitely have to get our hands on that glass. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Unfortunately, I we don't have it to pour the beers in today, but <laughs> we should have thought of that yeah, before. There's no future thing. Way to go, Warren. Yeah. Good yeah. job, Warren. Jeez. Uh, so... 
as you've heard on the uh, on the events, the the beer and food menu has kind of a little bit of everything. So in terms of beer, they've got Belgian styles, uh, pine forward IPAs, along with malt heavy beers as well. And then when we're talking about food, you've got chicken, burgers, cheese steaks. So cheese steak, yes. So I I think there's really kind of something for everyone when it comes to both beer and food. I was kind of hoping that you would have read the beer like the food. And it would have been the exact same kind of menu. Like, God, they got Belgian style beer. They got Belgian style food. Buying four IPAs and buy four burgers. <laughs> it didn't work out that way. Yeah. Unfortunately, not. We no. were we were more like it wasn't like malt heavy beers when he said cheese steak, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, oh, malt heavy beers. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. All right. So on Untapped, it's seventy three beers created. That's not a That's whole a, lot. No, no you know, it's, 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 uh, it's which is which is which and is the good. middle maybe yeah, and five yeah. and a half five and a half six. Which years. which is good though because it also means that they're spending time making sure the beers that they're putting out are to up a, or sorry are up to a certain standard. There we go. English, I know it's hard. Cool. Yeah, and I would imagine they probably do a lot of maybe not a lot, but they have like their cores, and that's really kind of what they focus right. on, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we got to remember that it is straight from tank to uh pour right so you want to make sure that everything is uh all good not rotating through too much yeah um so with those 73 beers they have an average rating of 3.60 out of the five as we know and love and uh just over twenty three thousand check-ins so a lot of check-ins and a decent amount of beers so Mm -hmm. it's nice to see that a lot of people are trying out basically all those beers yeah and i have uh, checked in five of those beers uh, so my highest rated was the Hidden Lake Hefeweizen, which was a 4.25. Uh, Chris? Yes, I have had one, uh, which was the Backpacker Blonde. And uh, I did have this as one of the, this was one of the extras that, that were sent to us mm-hmm. um, by Eastbound. So I snuck that in before the episode. It's amazing. You said that you were going to do that earlier in the season and you got back to it. So good for you. Yes. Uh, Tyler and producer Warren. Yeah, and- we are not on the board. No so, score. So no. this is, I mean, I've said this before, but like I, I'm, I'm really enjoying season three because I haven't yes. had a whole lot of beers from these breweries considering that we've had a whole lot of beers in, in total. Yeah. Absolutely. So no, it's, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Right. Why don't you, you talk? You haven't talked. Uh, no, I'm talking like 35 seconds. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, delivery-wise, it's same-day delivery across the GTA with a cutoff time of 10 a.m. So make sure you get in before 10 a.m. to get beer same day. It's a $15 flat rate shipping across Ontario, free over $100. So again, collaborate with your friends. And the beers are shipped out on Wednesdays and Fridays. In terms of the brew pub and bottle shop hours, Monday is open from 12 to 9. The kitchen does take a bit of a nap on Mondays, though. So if you want some food... Um, have to another day of the week. <laughs> Even though I did have food on the Monday. They yeah. must have changed that since it you've been there. It's been a while. Yeah. Anyway. There's uh, a reason why they changed it. <laughs> I ate and all I the foods. He, I think he's sitting between us. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> Tuesday to Thursday, 12 to 10. Friday, 12 to 11. Saturday, 10 a.m. Uh, to 11 p.m. And Sunday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. When I kind of go back to it, we're talking about the reason why they don't have food. And and you started off by saying you don't remember much. So, so maybe you didn't have food. Or or not only that, maybe he destroyed <laughs> destroyed the food. <laughs> They're like, we can't do it on Mondays. Bit of an option A, bit of an option B. Yeah. Oh, God. It <laughs> went downhill from here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to, as always, link to their information on our social media. 
And shall we have the first beer? Yeah. Yeah. A big thank you to David for providing the beers for today's episode, along with a couple extras that Chris has already enjoyed offline. Yep. Yeah, thanks, David. Greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Warren says, thank you. Yeah, he does, actually. (laughs) Telepathically, but he still says it. So the first beer we're having today is Revealed Constellations, which is labeled as a Smash IPA. So it is a session IPA that is single malt and single hop, hence the acronym SMASH. Cool. Yes. 4.4% ABV, and the IBUs are unlisted. There you go. So this beer is 100% golden, promised malts, and 100% mosaic hops. Single hop, single uh, malt. There you go. I said that already. But I okay. know. Yep, yep. I'm just confirming. <laughs> it is confirmed. Now, even though the, it's single malt and single hop, there's going to be an abundance of tangerine right up front. So they say Yep. Mango and light aromas of grass and pine fall tightly behind, which makes sense. Uh, you kind of want to see that from, especially if it's a session IPA-ish. Yep. Uh, this beer is best paired with <clears throat> hot wings, tacos, and smoked brisket. Mm. I like all three of those things. In that order? Uh, no, brisket one. Wings two, tacos three. Ooh, oh, brisket, I'm, tacos, wings. Uh, I'm going tacos one, then brisket, then wings. Okay, fair enough. Uh, we got Warren slowly chiming. <laughs> Brisket one. He really had to think about it. Not, Not a, a fan, fan of the others. Oh. He doesn't like wings or tacos. You know what? I, I think I knew that about Warren. You know, I didn't know the hot wings. I figured maybe tacos. He'd be I, a little bit in, depending on the spice, the nah, beef that was involved with it. Just never been a taco guy. Yeah, uh, that's Ta- Taco Bell. I'm just saying. Oh, I had a Crunchwrap Supreme on the way home. It was great. Hey, didn't you rip on me when we did the fast food episode for liking Taco Bell? Yeah, it was the airport in Dominican, okay? It was that or some Dominican place. So I took Taco Bell. Wow. Mm. All right, well, uh, Warren doesn't like tacos. There you go. Turn on a t-shirt and we'll sell it. Anyways, unfortunately, we don't have any of those three uh, food items with us right now. Uh, But we do have this beer. uh, And uh, as always... You can follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons and on Untapped at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. And this beer, uh, Re- Reveal Constellations, has a 3.69 out of 5 rating with over 1,500 check-ins. Now, for the can, there's been 685 check-ins with a 3.69 rating, right on the average. And draft is at uh, 514 with check-ins with 3.74 overall rating and 13 5 out of 5s for this one. Great job. Yes. Thank you. Lots right. of numbers. There it is. So let's grab your cans. Now, we're not talking about uh, tall boys here. And uh, grab your glass and let's open her up. All right. Get a little pour. And what glass are we drinking out of? I'm sure everybody, listeners, should probably know by now, but Chris? Yes. Well, uh, we smashed our glass, so we don't have any glass. Ah, smart. Shucks. <laughs> the heck did I just pick up that? Shards. <laughs> it is a scene in the kitchen right now, let me tell you. It's almost like the one time that producer had that whole uh, smoothie sour blow up on yes. it. It's the same yeah. exact thing. Yeah. Yikes. Um, well, yes, of course, we are drinking this out of an IPA glass. So uh, make sure to use your proper glassware. All right. And what, what are we getting got? on the nose so far? I haven't even done the nose. I was just oh. doing strictly eyes. Strictly eyes, eh? The wow. visual. Uh, well, on the visual, it's kind of like a um, 
a burnt orange color. Um, yes. Not not too hazy or anything like that, but on the nose, I'm getting a ton of uh, citrus. I think it was uh, the tangerine. tangerine. Yeah, yeah the tangerine is right up front, as they say. Oh, sure. yeah. Tightly followed by that uh, grass. We'll see. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I agree. Good color, actually, on this one here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It actually looks like, like tangerine juice. You know? oh, yeah, yeah it does. And uh, minimal head retention. Only about play one finger. Yeah, it's pretty small. Yeah. I find with these smaller cans, like the 355s, you don't get as much head sometimes. Yeah, it's probably because there's less beer. Yes, that makes sense. Amazing. Doesn't doesn't funnel around, you know, so that way it doesn't build that head. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Easy on the pour. Yeah. Um, I'm actually quite thirsty. I'm very thirsty. I would enjoy the chit-chat a little bit, but you know what? Let's start drinking. Let's do it. Okay. And then we can chit-chat more. Yeah, we could do that. We're allowed to do that, I think. That's why we got a podcast. We can do whatever we want. That is... Uh... Quite refreshing, actually. That is well needed. Mm. It is very refreshing. Um, it it comes off initially like a little bit thin, almost. Mm-hmm. Like, just not a ton of the tangerine flavor that I was expecting. Okay. Right. Are you getting a little bit more mango? Maybe a little bit more, because it, it is a little bit more subdued, where like a mango flavor, rather than kind of in your face like a tangerine might be. And what about the grass and the pine? Wow, this, this guy's going through with you. <laughs> this is oh, a no, quiz. Yeah. <laughs> Classes in session. Uh, the no, interrogation light is on. Definitely getting some pine on the back end, but not so much grass. Tyler, yourself. <laughs> With the emphatic swing around on his uh, rocking chair. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, just be careful. He's getting the full body into it now. Yeah. yeah. Just like, we I, don't, I don't want to break the chair, though. So. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, yeah, so I'm always interested in like a single hop version. We've, we've gone through this before yes. with the single hop versions. Um, and this is done really well. Um, I am getting some of the tangerine, some of the citrus followed by some of those gra- uh, grassy kind of like um, earthy tones, um, which is nice. It's not overpowering because sometimes that can go ahead and just lead to a, a funk that I don't always enjoy. Mm. Um, not getting that with this. It's it's fairly balanced throughout. Um, do get a little bit of that, uh, that kind of like IPA-ish. If you will, taste on the, on the back end, whether yeah. it's like yeah. the little little spruce of pine. Yeah, yes. I think that's yeah, the pine. Used, yeah, used to their spruce. And it's almost pine. like a yeah. uh, lighter version of a West Coast. Cause a lot of West Coasts are usually you know got that high ABV, high IBUs, right? Yeah. Where this has got that obviously a good mixture of the tangerine with that pine grassiness, right? Yeah, sure. yeah uh, they they balance each other yes, out. I think so. So Warren really wants you to talk about this can. I, and I'm excited to hear what you have to say about this, Brett. I'm concerned. I'm pretty sure it's the Avatar 2 poster. <laughs> Is that correct? Close. I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. Some sort of telescope looking at things. That, that's a sextant. Cool. Um, and uh, those would be constellations. <sighs> Brett. I'm not really big on the you know, um, space stuff, you know? Oh, I don't know. I can see there's a lot of space that you might be interested in. We talked about this with the weather balloons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember? I really got to watch the news, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair, uh, fair, fair enough. Uh, let's get to the top five here. All right. So I'll grab this one. The first one is Hoppy. Um, I don't. I would. I definitely would not put this as my first no, one. No, no. I'm thinking more of... Uh, 
um, kind of that citrus juiciness, etc. Wow, just stealing the rest. Uh, so Sorry, this, and just... <laughs> the second one is citrus. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would be number my number one. What could number three be? Uh, juicy. Oh, yeah. That could be number two for me. Yeah, I I do get juicy out of it. Um, yeah, hoppy's not up there. Citrus, I'd, I'd say, is up there as well. And yeah, yeah. And uh, I number four is tropical, and I would say that this does have that tropical vibe. Um, mm-hmm. Brett, just recently being in Dominican Republic, what would you say? Uh, I would say this is tropical. It definitely reminds me of the Dominican Republic, indeed. Uh, actually, the one thing about that was there was really no IPAs there. Um, but besides the point, um, this would be a quality beer to crush at, and when it's 28 degrees and sunny outside. So I don't know if I would consider this actually tropical. No? No. Um, I think location, you drink this in the tropics. Yeah. But I wouldn't necessarily consider it tropical too much. And the reason why is because tropical to me would be like uh, like a fruit salad. Like give me more than just the one or two. So in this you're getting like a tangerine tangerine and mango. So I wouldn't say it's like overly tropical. I think for it to be tropical for me, I'd say another citrus or a pineapple, like something with some acidity Mm. in it Mm -hmm. uh, to kind of get more of a tropical uh, profile for myself. Nope, not, not Maybe some coconut. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, that's just it. So it doesn't necessarily have to be. But I'm just thinking I need a little bit more. And I, when I think tropical, I I wouldn't get those earthy kind of grassy uh, tones as well. Yeah, and the pine. Right? Yeah. that No, that's fair. I haven't seen a pine tree in the tropics. No, right. Oh. Uh, you've recently uh, been on a trip. Yeah. Uh, did you see any pine there trees? There was no, no pine trees. You see how this works? Yeah. Somebody no goes pines. on a trip and then all of a sudden, you know, you just... Can't stop talking about it. Does yeah. he know what a pine tree looks like, though? <laughs> yes, I know what a pine tree looks like. <laughs> yeah, because there's not one on the moon. If there was, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. The final uh, flavor profile is light. Uh, and I, w- I I personally would think that this is light. Yeah, this is definitely one that you could have two or three of and it not uh, get to you that yeah, much. What was the percentage, sorry, on it? it a 4.4. Yeah. So, again, kind of like that sessionable, as you yeah. say, IPA. Um, you could have three of these, and, and I'm not advocating to drive, but you could you could three, walk. You could definitely have three of these and and feel comfortable. You know what yes. I mean? Like it's yeah. not like it's going to knock you. Uh, on not going to give you a gut rot. Not going to bloat yeah. you at all. Anything like, like that? V- very sure. good. Well, speaking of having three of these, Warren is saying you could add, you know, crushable, um, refreshing pine, even swapping out citrus for tangerine to be a bit more specific. So yeah. I think there's lots of different options for this yeah. one. Absolutely. So we should probably think about uh, what other people are saying about this beer and tyler you have the very first one i do Ooh, interesting doug a handle three four four nine also his pin number so if you find <laughs> doug a three four four nine yeah. get his uh, credit card That's <laughs> pin. on january 20th said nectarine and tangerine up front with a slight bitterness on the finish or refreshing session ale 3.5 out of 5 um, yeah, I mean, we, we talked about some of that up front and we talked about some of the bitterness on the end. So I get that. Yeah. So the next one comes from Ryan O. Uh, Ryan's handle is 002OHMSS. So again, uh, another pin. Don't know what for. Yeah. Maybe that's his password. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on December 23rd said light citrus and pine, a really carbonated one. Really good. Ryan gave it a 3.5 out of five. Um, 
<clears throat> so Constellations, this beer, was day 23 of the Nita beer advent calendar in 2022. So Ryan obviously purchased that and yeah. was enjoying it. I was funneling through a lot of check-ins on <laughs> for December 23rd of this beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, it was like December 23rd for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it was probably December 23rd for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Today's good. I like today. I like today. <laughs> what a good day. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, on another note that I guess I should maybe get started with uh, our ratings. Yeah, please. Um, I'm going to give this... I'm going to give this a 3.75. I'm okay. hovering a little bit, but I'm going to go with a 3.75. And I'm going to agree with our two ratings, uh, Doug and Ryan, and I'm going to give it a 3.5. After he's been giving me such a hard time for the last, you know, three and a half minutes or whatever the heck it was. Um, I'm going to agree with you, though, and give it a 3.75. I do, because I love you. Yeah, I know. Love you, too, buddy. Anyway, uh, Producer Warren, uh, you're going to agree with Chris, it looks like, and you're going to give it a 3.5. So it's uh, going to give us... Yeah, what do you do the math? 3.625. Yeah. If I run the math, 235, 2.375s. This gives us a conundrum, though. Two three fives, two three three point seven five, smack out in the middle. Yeah, we all. What we are we doing? We always round yeah. it up. Yeah, it's not all... not too big of a conundrum, I don't. Think. Yeah, well, it's because we're better, so we're three point seven. Well, yeah, I guess that's how this works. I think huh? it's two thirds of the speakers um, have got the 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 three point seven five yes. on this one, so we have to round it up. Yeah, makes sense. All right, there you go. All right, well, now we're gonna transition onto beer number two. Bingo, bango. Love yes, that. sirree. <laughs> yes, sirree, British Columbia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever you say. All right. So the second beer is called Yes, a cup of coffee, <laughs> which, is, which is an oatmeal coffee stout. That is correct, yes. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm not a coffee drinker. No, we heard right. that, yeah. And but, you're not an oatmeal drinker either, I bet. But just a cup of coffee, you think, wouldn't necessarily have oatmeal in it, because just a cup of coffee is just a cup of coffee. Yeah, usually it's like, you know, two milk, one sugar, right? I feel like this should be, like, just a cup of coffee with oatmeal. You have to take that up with them. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. We're, we're going to have to... Like, uh, a normal coffee stout would be just a cup of coffee. I mean, you're right. Like, usually you see either a coffee stout or an oatmeal stout. You don't really see both. I'm just confused that this is in a can and not a cup. Well, <laughs> soon you'll get it in a glass. Ah, true. <laughs> so this just a cup of coffee is uh, 5.2% ABV. And again, the IBUs are unlisted. Yes, yeah, so this beer is brewed with a blend of roasted malts and infused with station cold brew coffee post-fermentation in order to preserve all the rich coffee flavor and aroma possible. So this is the perfect, I'm going to use that in quotations, beer for those. Yeah, thank, yeah thanks for letting <laughs> yeah. people know because you certainly threw them up yeah, like you yeah. can see them again. Yep. <laughs> again, people can see what I'm doing right now. Um, for those who love both beer and coffee, who seek the rich aroma, depth of aroma and flavor that is unlike so many other stouts. All right. Well, on Untapped, just a cup of coffee <laughs> has an average rating of 3.74 with 342 check-ins. Um in the can, there's been 241 check-ins with a 3.72 average, and on draft, 58 ratings with a 3.91 and three five out of fives. A little bit of a hike there in terms of the draft, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit behind. Tyler? 
Oh, my goodness. All right. Let's grab that can of coffee, and let's grab our glass, and let's open her up. All right. So All it smells right. like coffee. Just a cup. Yeah, you get that that whiff right away as soon as you open it. So, uh, of course, we're drinking this out of a stout glass today. Uh, so make sure to use your proper glassware. And I was saying to you guys, I, I don't think... Um, so I've had these stout glasses for about a year now, and I don't think we've used them on the podcast. We're breaking uh, them in, boys. Yeah. We're breaking them in. Yeah, it's going to smash <laughs> stout glasses. <laughs> smash them up. <laughs> All and right. And they're done. Okay. What are you guys getting on the uh, on the eyes? Uh, dark. Yeah. Looks like a black cup of coffee. Yeah. Looks like a coffee in beer form. Yeah. I got a nice little head. I, yes. I, I poured yeah. it quick knowing that we, uh, we had some room to play with. with well, the when I yes. saw the cold beer, I wasn't sure if it was going to have a little bit more head there, but, uh, yeah, it did not. Um, one thing that we don't actually, we, we don't really talk about yes. uh, on, on when we pour it is we usually do eye and we use nose. But yes. there's another one of the senses that I'm using here. And maybe this is a little bit of a downfall on our own end. Um, and it plays well, well with this glass. You're not tasting it, so you must be you, feeling it or hearing ah, it. Ah, it's going to go with hearing. <laughs> I am feeling it. Um, so this one here, we, we do have actually at a, a fairly decent uh, coldness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I am interested to see as this kind of warms up and we talked about this somewhat with the IPA glasses, but specifically with these, these glasses here, I'm glad you yeah. provided them, Chris. Um, this is going to lend well for how we're holding it in our hands to kind of warm this beer up as it goes. So just something to note before we do go ahead and, uh, give it a, a little taste. Yeah. Maybe our bad here. We, maybe we should have pulled these out a little bit but uh, I think, sooner, but I think we'll be all right. Cause yeah. we'll, we'll talk enough and it'll warm up as we go yeah. and we'll have different layers mm-hmm. of it. I thought you were going to say you were feeling the beer in the way that you know Brett serves beer <laughs> with his fingers in it. Have uh, you seen this going around? You have it obviously because it's was, on social I, media. I, no. I was thinking he was trying to hear the beer. I was like just gonna put it close to his ears, like hear the like the motion of the <laughs> ocean or something. Like that, right? <laughs> yeah, no, not, neither of that. But uh, I, there's a, a trend going around on like TikTok and Instagram. Apparently, where it's like, hey, can I try your beer? And guy's like, yeah, absolutely, sure, go ahead. And you suspect that they would grab the glass and actually drink it, but they yeah. stick their whole hand or like three <laughs> fingers and slosh it around a bit and then lick their fingers and like, oh, yeah, it's a decent beer. And like play it off like that's normal. That's Brett style. Yeah. Yeah. That is literally my TikTok. Uh, <laughs> um, smell, what do you guys got? You guys talked about it, obviously. Yeah, as I said, I even before we got into it. But as you coffee. cracked it. But. Yeah, this smells like... Um, Basically, if you know when, well, you guys don't because you don't drink coffee. But when you open the bag of coffee beans yeah, or yeah. the, you know, the your ground coffee, this smells like that. I would agree. Yeah, I don't do that very often, but yeah, I'm going to agree with it. At, <laughs> it smells like that at work. It's like we have a staff room, and it's, it's yeah. I agree. Coffee. With Everybody yeah. drinks coffee. I drink this thing called water. Yes. I do too. I only drink coffee uh, one glass in the morning, oh. or one one cup. Um, anyway, should we drink this? Sure. Uh, heck yeah, we should. Yeah, we're we, here. We've already Might used well. three of our senses. Let's use the fourth one. Okay. Um, I'll drink last again. It's fine. Oh, you don't have. You don't have I just, to. I like. The, I like there not to be dead space. Well, then people are like, "Oh my gosh, what are they tasting?" Well, the beer. That's what we're tasting. Is the beer. Right, but like specifically, what are they getting out of it? Well, are we going to tell them? Yeah, so um, bitter, 
uh, I'm getting a lot of bitterness, which mm-hmm. you would expect from the coffee. I, I mean, that's the coffee coming through, I think, not the not the hops. Um, but yeah, bitter on the front end. And then, uh, yeah, that coffee kind of lingers throughout. The, the coffee definitely does linger th- throughout for me, for sure. <laughs> there is, uh, it is rich, though. I will say it does yeah. seem like a very rich, heavier kind of uh, coffee for me. Tyler? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, it is very coffee forward. You're definitely getting all those roasted malts. Um, and it, I find stouts are sometimes the best beer when it comes to tasting like a direct malt. Right, like if you yes. just take a malt, throw it in your mouth, chew it up, you you get the roast of malt. You you know what you're getting with this. Mm-hmm. So sometimes with other t- types of beers, uh, the malts uh, kind of it, it's harder to kind of figure out which which malt it is. Yeah. Um, these ones, it's it's like straightforward. Like you know you're having a yeah. roast of malt when you have it. Um, it it's not like a light roast as we discussed, and I think that's kind of where you're getting some of that richness is from some of the the burnt aspect. Um, yeah, it's burnt a, is a good word. It's yeah. got a lot of flavor to it. The oatmeal, I I can't speak to that yeah, so much either because I'm I don't have I don't eat oatmeal. I, I do really, not either. But I don't. I'm only getting the coffee forward flavor. Yeah. See, with the oatmeal piece, I was expecting that it would have a little bit more mouthfeel than it does. Usually, when you have an oatmeal stout, it's thicker. Kind of. Would it come so, across a little bit more creamy? Yeah, know? I think so. And I'm not really getting that. It's just more of a coffee stout rather than the oatmeal piece of it. Now, this is just a quick question for you, Chris, because you're the coffee connoisseur of the group. Yes. Um, have you had many cold brews before? No, I prefer my coffee warm. Okay. And by warm, I mean hot. I was just going to ask if you get more flavor than coffee from a cold brew versus a, you know. Warm coffee because I was trying to figure out whether this had more of a cold brew flavor for you mm. versus a like a warm coffee, a regular coffee, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I think it's just really preference as to whether you want to drink it cold or not. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. now War- we know. Warren says, five can. Sorry, I had me mid swallow there. Um, <laughs> uh, Talk about some dead silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so the can's pretty simple, basic. Um, almost looks like the font they went with is coffee um, in terms of the uh, color of the font, eh? Yeah, like coffee colored? Yeah. 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 That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you the can, Eastbound logo and that's 10 cold brew oatmeal roasty. I think you can tell that this is one of their, you know, seasonals or one-off beers because they don't have the full can label um like the constellation beer did where this is just slap a sticker on it with the name right but as i did see up top uh it does pair what pair oh my god english right you saw it up top uh, okay. en français. Yeah. uh no. if you do it all français, <laughs> i'll give you a four grand uh nah <laughs> <laughs> maybe do half of it but not all of it anyway this beer goes well with sticky toffee pudding Oh, yum. Vanilla ice cream and barbecue ribs. There you go. Interesting. Okay. Top five flavor profiles. Warren's giving us the old time watch here. Uh, number one, coffee. Yes, 100%. Yeah, about uh, 110% for me. Yep. I'm about 115. <laughs> uh, so, noted by Warren is heavy roasted malts, uh, as we 
have discussed already. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not drinking this one too quick because I am trying to let it warm up a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I want to see where this kind of takes. That's itself. our prude home experience coming in right there. There it is. Exactly. Uh, number two, roasty. Yes, this yes. feels roasty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Smooth is number three. I do say it actually does go down quite smooth. But not as smooth mouthfeel-wise as Chris would like, right? Well, or that I was expecting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, four, bitter. Yeah, there is bitterness. I would probably move this up to number two. Mm-hmm. I remember you saying right off the top it was like bitter, bitter, bitter. Yeah. but And maybe that's – so I drink my coffee black, so I do prefer the, the bitter coffee flavor. So maybe that's just me kind of picking that out. Okay. So would you say bitter is better? Yes. There you go. Uh, number five, thin. So I kind of, I think I understand what people are saying with this. Like I mentioned where it's not quote unquote thick in terms of the mouthfeel. Like it doesn't have a, a thickness to it. So I, I guess that's what people are saying. Yeah. Um, I'm going to sit and screw with that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, yeah. I just wanted to see what your input would be. Um, yeah. I think with the thinness is, I, I agree with that. Um, and I'm just wondering again, because of that oatmeal piece that if people are like, it's listed as that, so they expect it to be just a little bit more thicker than what it actually is. I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I did like when you mentioned Tyler Burnt. Um, yeah. I might throw that in there if that's an option for on Untapped. I believe actually it is a yeah. player profile there, so you there can you throw that if you want. There it is. Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate that because, again, like I um, am... I, I don't mind the coffee flavor. I don't drink coffee on principle. Uh, that principle is, uh, I think it's, it's a waste of money. Um, as well as, I don't <laughs> think I need the extra caffeine. Um, basically, those are the two principles. Yeah, you're already awake enough in the morning. You don't need more to be more yeah, awake. Yeah, like I'm good to I go. I agree with that. I'm good, Same here. Yeah, good to go. But uh, I do enjoy the actual flavor profile of what, what it's putting for, like coffee in general. Um, but yeah, I think burnt is, is nice. So it's nice to be recognized as a non-coffee drinker. Um, by a coffee drinker. So thank you, Chris. No problem. I'm just here. Uh, <laughs> we know. Uh, <laughs> uh, Warren says, anybody getting any oatmeal flavors? I think that's where the thinness comes from. Yeah. I mean, I think we kind of touched on this, yeah, right? Like right. not, not really. I just was trying to appease. Yep. Um, all right. And speaking of appeasing, let's see if these guys could please uh, with some thoughts from untapped users. Yes. So the first one comes from Barton K, and his handle is Waterberry. On February 25th, uh, stated, just right with the OK emoji. I'm going to do the OK just so everybody can see me. That's like the A-OK? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A-OK. And he rated it a 4 out of 5. Nice. So the next one comes from Deej G, uh, and handle is Deej. Uh, for those playing at home, that's spelled D-E-E-G-E. Uh, on February 15th, just said, mmm, and Deej gave it a 3.75 out of 5. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting rating. Do you, do you yes. agree with that? Uh, mm? <laughs> so the one the one thing about this is that when going through the ratings is that this kind of just had made a comeback. So this beer had not probably been, been produced in about a year and a half. So I felt it was probably mm. pretty unfair. Yeah. <laughs> pretty unfair to take a uh, rating from you know 2000 middle 2021. Right, because uh, it might have been a different, a different recipe, batch, or, yeah, different recipe yeah. et cetera, Right. Okay. Thank you for the information. Yeah. Now I ask you, did people use the same check-in though? Because that gap. 
Yes, there's the same check-in, you're right. Like the same beer, no, you no, mean? No, I was just, just yeah. curious. Like the same beer for the check-in, right? Mm-hmm. Is if there was a year and a half hiatus, yeah. um, there might be some differences in the original brewing yep. to the post uh, year and a half break. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's it's just one entry on on top. No, no, for sure. Yeah. And and but that's again just something to mention because we said yeah. that there were seventy three beers, I believe, that they had. Right. Um. So it's seventy three, but we might see different iterations. Um. If they've had any other yes. hiatuses, so just uh, kind of like a, a cool little, uh, you know, lower bit behind it. So. All right. Well, I'm going to start off our ratings and please do. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. So, out of five bottle caps, I'm going to give this a four point zero. Okay. I'm going to be a little bit lower than that. Uh, I'm going to give it a 3.25. All right. And for me, it's going to be a 3.5. A little justification behind it. I think it's uh, worth it. Is, uh, again, labeling it. You guys know how I am with this. And uh, you guys are pretty much the same way. Uh, Warren, you too. Um, Is if you're going to put the oatmeal into it, I'm going to want to see a little bit more of that pulled through instead of just that kind of burnt roastiness of um, the malt. But again, good flavor. Good flavor for sure with what it had. Uh, Producer Warren is going to give it a 3.0. Chris, what's that get us? So overall, that's going to give us a rating of 3.4375, which, of course, we will round up to 3.5. And that concludes the review of Eastbound and the beers provided for today's episode. Very nice. Now, up next, we're going to discuss the World Baseball Classic. So usually around this time of year, I make some very wrong predictions when it comes up to this time of year, right? <laughs> yeah, I think March. all year. 365. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when it comes to the upcoming MLB season. So think of like, you know, when I said Rowdy Slice was going to be a Silver Slugger winner, like the Twins were going to make it to the ALCS last year. Uh, those things didn't happen. Um, Rowdy put on a show, though. It yeah. did for the Brewers, you're right. So I figured, why not screw it up with the WBC? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why not? So the way it works, there is a bunch of teams. Uh, just going to say in the amount of 20, okay? Uh, top two from each pool move on, and then it's single elimination after that. So, I'm going to go through. I believe it's 16, by the way, isn't it? Oh, no, four no, times five. Yeah. Okay. Four times five is 20. We, you said about the math thing, didn't work out for you. Anyway, I'm going to go through each pool, and then we're going to go through our winners. And then at the, venture, at the end, we're going to give our finals predictions and our winner. Does that make sense? That's good. Yes. And we'll get uh, producer Warren to put this into a uh, chart. Yes, yes. So Chart then, formation. So then that way we can come back after and, and refer to the yes. closest guess, which we've never really kind of pulled back on uh, the NFL. Yeah, we haven't done yeah, our yeah. NFL one. Uh, we'll, have that, we'll have to throw that at some Go Colts. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another great prediction. Yes. <laughs> so do you want to read off each pool? Yes, I'm going to each pool and then okay. the two from that pool and then flip back. Uh, yes, sir. You got it? I got it. Got so it. pool A is pl- just for. Shits and gigs. It is played in Taichung, Taiwan. Uh, so there are five teams in that pool are Chinese Taipei, Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, Panama. All right. Okay. Who comes out of that pool? Why don't you go yeah, first? You I start, will. You start. Yeah, I will. Why don't you do you, Warren, yeah. and then Chris and I? Right. Okay. So I'm going to pick Chinese Taipei and Cuba. Uh, producer Warren going a little bit off the board with the Netherlands and Cuba. Interesting. I don't know when he sees the Netherlands, but... Uh, <laughs> There's a cool clip of Kenny, Kenley Jansen as a catcher in the 20, 2009 WBC yep. throwing a guy at second base. Yep. I think it was Ryan Braun, actually. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Tyler. Fun fact. You want me to go? 
Yes. All you're, right. You're second on the list there, so I'm going to let you All go. All right. I will go with, uh, stick with a consensus uh, with you, Five on this one. I'll go with uh, Chinese Taipei, and I will, uh, I'll go with Cuba as well. Yeah, I will go with Cuba, uh, and I was uh, struggling with my second pick out of here, so I'm just going to go Panama. Okay. Panama. Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> All right. So back up to Pool B, which yes. is in Tokyo, Japan. Okay. Okay. Uh, so obviously Japan, South Korea, Australia, Czech Republic, and China. Mm-hmm. Didn't know they played baseball in Czech Republic. <laughs> they do. They do. Yes. Yeah. Both that, uh, and fastball. Yeah. They're a pretty good fastball team, actually. It's true. Um, they actually were um, recently on MLB's, uh, I believe it was Instagram, Instagram yep. as well as their probably their yep. uh, their website. They were saying their day jobs, and it wasn't major league baseball players. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was actually quite, it was quite hilarious. I, I loved it. Yeah. So. Myself and producer Warren, we agree to this to the core. Japan, South Korea as the one-two in that group. Tyler? Ooh, interesting. I'm going to go with Japan. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go upset Australia. Australia. Wow. Yeah. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Okay. I was going to say, I think this might be the easiest group to pick uh, with Japan and South Korea. Yeah, this is definitely the easiest group. To pick. Oh, you wait, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you wait. There's going to be an upset uh, somewhere. I bet you there's some, I'm, hope, I'm hoping FanDuel has bets in the WBC because I might have put some money on this. Anyway, Pool C is played in Phoenix, Arizona at Chase Field. And it is US, Mexico, Canada, even though I spelled it wrong in the script. <laughs> Colombia and Great Britain. <laughs> Oof. Uh, I don't think Great Britain's coming out of this group. Anyway, um, the U.S. obviously is going to come out of it. And just because I'm a homer, um, I'm going to go with uh, Canada because I missed an A in Canada. Yeah, you did. Uh, Warren is going to go with the U.S. and Mexico. I don't know why he's not pooling for Canada, but whatever. Uh, he's going to go with U.S. and Mexico. Tyler? Yeah. So your Canada is my Australia, which is uh, Chris's pan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. there, you um, there you go right there. You know what? As much as I'd like to see John Axford do well, and I hope he does, uh, shout out to him. Uh, obviously, a big listener of the Craft Beer Guys. <laughs> like to see that happen for, for sure him. Yeah. Yeah, a little swan song for him. But um, I'm going to go with uh, USA and Mexico. I'll go with Warren on this one. Yeah, I'm going to stick with you guys too. USA and Mexico. Um Heart says Canada, but uh, my head says Mexico. All right. And Pool D is played at, I believe it's Lone Depot Park in Miami. Uh, so Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Dominican Republic, Israel, and Nicaragua. Uh, I'm going to go with... You're looking at me. <laughs> You're first. Uh, I'm going to go with the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico. Warren is going with Dominican Republic and Venezuela. Yeah. yeah. Um... Heard some good things about Israel's team, uh, actually. Yeah, Jordan Mount is no longer on it, so that was that was the only good thing they had about it, I think. Yeah, I, I guess so, but he wasn't going to be playing for them. He was going to be playing for Italy. Um, oh, yeah. I, know, I thought it was Which Israel. Which was in Taiwan, and that's why he wasn't going to go. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Israel actually does Start with an I, that's fine. Yeah, fair enough. Israel does have a, a good team, too. I think they'll be a little under, uh, under the radar. Um, but I'm going to go with uh, Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Dominican Republic and Venezuela. Okay. Oh, wow. 2v2 there. All right. Uh, th- so- <laughs> 
Thanks for pointing that out. There you go. Math. It's it's simple. Uh, so we're going to pick out who is going to meet in the championship game and then who is going to be the winner of that. So I think the states are going to meet the Dominican Republic in the final with the Dominican Republic. Not just because I just got back from there, but I just think <laughs> the well, team does look pretty did tough. Did you go to the Dominican Republic? Yeah, I, did. Oh, I, I didn't it. hear about yeah, it. Yeah. My PowerPoint's coming next week. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. Uh, so I think the Dominican Republic is going to Take the championship. Producer oh, Warren you're th- going champion straight up. You're doing yeah, all of them. Yeah, Dominican yeah. Republic, yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah, do it all. And then uh, Warren thinks Japan is going to meet uh, Dominican Republic with also Dominican Republic winning. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with... <laughs> you're not going Australia. You're not going Australia I'm going to go with Cuba. I think Cuba come out. Um, and I'll go with uh, Dominican. And Dominican will be the champion. Wow. Look at that. Three of you uh, going with DR. Uh, so I think... Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to pick uh, the U.S. and Japan to win uh, their their groups, if you will, or their, their quarterfinals, and I'm going to pick the U.S. to win. There you go. All right. All right. There we go. Three for the DR, one for the USA. There it is. Zero for Canada or... Wherever Jordan Romano was going to play. <laughs> <laughs> we will be right back with our very good farewells. All right, that's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as the Craft Beer Connoisseurs release a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. And make sure to tell your friends, family, and Jordan Romano for whatever country he was supposed to be playing for in the WBC. There you go. So from all of us and producer Warren, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. <laughs>